0: Espero que nadie se, se ofenda, pero hasta que no estás aquí dentro no sabes la grandeza de, de este equipo.
1: Balcón de área de Apareyere-Mixuque cruzó Gilberto, que confusión va a ser el primer turno por dentro.
2: Absolutamente fenomenal, da parte de Otamendi vai e Rafa fez do lado para o golo, a Chaplona tirou para dentro! Volta ao golo do Ribatejano, é Benfica, é Benfica, é é Benfica! só nós sentimos.
1: Good evening, welcome to episode 86, a never-ending hole of frustration. Kenny was here with us, but he left, but I'm sure he'll be back. Uh, Today we have myself, we have Jason is back, we have Oscar from the Sunshine State, we got Billy up here in the cold with me and Jay, and Kenny will be joining us from the cold as well. Boys, how are we on this uh, cold or warm, depending on where you are, Wednesday, Tuesday? Tuesday. Tuesday.
3: How are you guys? Nice and toasty. Nice and toasty. What's the weather down there? <laughs> Fuck you. Uh sixty nine. It's not. It's pretty chilly. Oh chilly. yeah,
1: yeah. Chilly. <laughs> more chilly. <laughs> yeah, chilly <laughs> compared to what we're dealing with. Um, today we got a uh, a Tuesday after another frustrating performance and uh, result. We will talk about Benfica one, Moedens one. Lots of questions that we'll dive into that. Uh, and we'll talk about Rui Costa's interview on Wednesday and what your thoughts were. There were quite a few topics that he covered. I've highlighted uh, four specifically that I think would be uh, good talking points. Um, so we'll walk through those. At the end, we have uh, quiz 4 So anyone who's in the chat uh, and wants to join at the end, you can join the podcast. You can do audio only or you can do video as well. You can log in and you can challenge one of these uh gentlemen on our podcast to the quiz there's two quizzes you can choose which one you want to do one or two um and if you participate we should be getting our order of uh apparel um for so you will be entitled to a free t-shirt um with our branding on it so little incentive to to join and obviously to, to jump on and uh, give these guys a hard time for not being able to beat you. So stay tuned for that. Um, and as always, feel free to leave your comments uh, or suggestions or feedback in the chat. Um, Para Malta que nos esteja a ver em português, uh, esteja à vontade para de deixar os vossos comentários em português no chat. Uh, nós todos percebemos, uh, por isso uh, podemos abordar as vossas sugestões, os vossos comentários, e não te esquecer que amanhã a partir das 21:15 e hora de Portugal teremos o nosso podcast em português aqui também no Facebook, no Twitter e no YouTube. Uh, so let's get started. well Kenny seems to try to figure out what's going on. Um, Victor says, Go Cowboys. Oh, wait, wrong podcast. Where's Kenny? Uh, welcome, Victor. Uh, Mikey says, Tanks back to defend JJ. Let's go. um Yeah, let us know your thoughts in the comments. So today we start with Benfica 1, Muridance 1. Uh, starting 11 for that game was, uh, let me bring it up here. We had is in goal. We had a back four of Grimaldo Morato, Otamendi, Gilberto. Uh, We had Rafa, Paulo Bernardo, Weigel, João Mario, Darwin, and Safarovic. For me, it looked almost like a 4-3-3 with with the ball and a 4-4-2 without the ball. Um, Paulo Bernardo seemed to be more off to the right-hand side um, at times when we had the ball. So he was almost playing like a winger. Uh, It was an interesting dynamic, uh, but obviously it didn't work out very well for us. Uh, Oscar, I'm going to start with you. What were your thoughts on this game? And my question for you is uh, there was rumors after the fact that the squad was uh, surprised by the decision to leave Vertonghen out of the 11 and start Moratu considering that he was fully fit and back from COVID. Um, did that catch you by surprise?
3: It did not. I mean, I saw. I, I, I think I even chatted with you guys a little bit before the game started. I actually liked the lineup that he put in. If, if it was a 4-4-2 that he was trying to go for, um, I think that's a pretty perfect, or or one of the best lineups he could come up with from the choices he had. Um, it Moratu has been has been one of our like, very consistent, so I don't see him. I don't see a problem with him starting over over it, it, And It in the thing is we need to get youth on the team, right? So so giving him a chance because he's not mess, messing up. It's not his fault that we we didn't win this game um so I don't I don't I I have a, no problem with Morato starting now regarding the game I just felt like we went back to th- those games where we couldn't create we had all the possession all the possession but couldn't create opportunities I and I jotted down a few like through the whole, the whole game at home against what it ends we had our first shot was a the, uh, on goal was a barra from Rafa on 19 minutes into the game right uh and then we had we had to wait another fifteen minutes to have Jean Marie shoot from outside the box uh that went just just uh, side of the post, and then we had to wait until the second half to have any shots on net. And one of them was our own goal that we scored, and then we had Darwin score the lucky rebound. So we're not, we're not creating chances to score goals, which is very scary. So I don't know this system because it, I I don't know if you guys remember, but. When, when, At the beginning, when we first started with a four four two, 4 2 before Jesus changed this to a three, uh, uh, five or a three three backs, uh, we had the same issue. We couldn't create chances. We we had all the possession. We couldn't create chances. I still remember the Champions League or the NFL, uh Cup. We couldn't create chances. It was scary. Uh, and then we changed to a, a back three, and for some reason, those chances started c- coming up. And I think it had a lot to do with Grimaldo and, uh, and Diogo Gonçalves. Pushing up and crossing the balls and getting our forwards involved because Zefarovik played, but I, I didn't even see him playing because he didn't get the ball. I mean, he didn't get the ball, and uh and it was just it was just one of those games that we, it just brought me back to those times where we just couldn't create.
1: Fair enough, Um Kenny. Welcome. Can you hear us? Yes. No. He's no. on mute. We can see you. You I may be muted. muted. No, he's not muted. No, seems like it might be delayed. Um welcome if you can hear us. Uh Jay, I'm going to pass the ball to you quickly. Um thoughts on what Oscar said in terms of the game and what he saw. Um touch on the crosses. I mean, if you get 41 crosses if I'm not mistaken in that game. Uh I can't recall one that ended up finding its target and being beneficial. Uh Gilberto himself had probably a dozen of them. Uh it seemed like Muredenses. Tactics were, let Benfica play wide. Let's occupy the space central and see what they can do from there. Um, the truth is, is that we weren't able to capitalize on it. We were basically just dumping balls into the box and, and praying for the best, but nothing came of it. And then Muredens, one of the players that went to the Flash interview after the game, uh, actually validated that. He said that was their game plan, was to play more central, compact, more central, and let them play wide. Uh, thoughts on that game? Do you think it's more... A terrible game plan from the manager or do you think it was more the execution uh of the game plan
2: so i watching the game i kind of got frustrated wa- watching it because like you mentioned all those crosses um i kept saying it like it, it doesn't beat like the first defender it kept getting cleared out by the first defender usually they were like hardly any decent balls in the box for our forwards to get into um, i remember one good one that i think waigo got in front on a corner on their post and he kind of flicked it back i was like that they should have been doing that all game because they couldn't deliver a ball um to jedu like they couldn't like it was just bad um but as far as the game like, i thought i thought they had a pretty good game plan overall i thought they they, they knew what they wanted to do they just like what oscar said they just couldn't create for um uh, to kind of compact in and I thought that we kind of got robbed. I, I thought their goal was offsides, but... We'll get to that. Um, I don't know what the hell they didn't see that on VAR, but that's on them, I guess. But yeah, it was a very frustrating game to watch. I, wasn't, I didn't think their performance was that great overall, especially at home and needing a result. So I was very disappointed with, with every, like, pretty much their performance. I thought that... I don't think you can blame the coach... I don't know how many coaches you going to start blaming or the tactics. Eventually you're going to have to put the game on the players and I'm starting to kind of want to put the blame on the players instead of the coaches. Cause these players need to step up.
1: I agree with you, Bill. I'm going to pass it to you. Cause Kenny still seems to be frozen. Um, thoughts on what these guys said and, and in, in regards to the game, uh, and wanted to touch quickly on Paulo Bernardo. So he gets another chance. I think it was his first start in the league. Um, And, again, I've yet to see anything that kind of stands out. Yes, he's a product of the youth. Um, He seems to have loads of potential. He did great in the B team when he's played there this season. Uh, Obviously, stepping up to the A team is a completely different level um, in terms of expectations and and delivery. Uh, Do you think that, one, have you seen anything that stands out? I think a lot of people, just because he's from the Seychelles, that we our expectations and we might be seeing things that maybe we wouldn't see with other players, right? Because we want him to succeed. But do you think he's a victim of the team's current state? And do you think it could end up impacting him negatively through this development process of, of trying to get himself established? I mean, he did have isn't this, There wasn't this chance. He did have a chance in the game that he shot way over, but.
4: Isn't he a, like naturally more of like a number 10?
1: So he played wide on the B team. He's played an essential role in the B team as well. Um, I think he's probably more comfortable in the middle, uh, but yeah. he's played both in in uh, the B team. And again, he's he's with a manager that knows him and has played with him all season on the B team.
4: Yeah, I mean, so looking at, just to touch on the game from the start, I mean, seeing the lineup, I think Benfica's initial game plan was to play down the middle. It wasn't to get wide and bomb crosses in because if that's the case, why are you playing Paulo Bernardo on the right? Like, he's not a typical winger. He's not super fast. Like, he's he's more comfortable in the middle. Um, but I think the way Mouradins came out, we were kind of forced to, to play that way. And I do put a little blame on the coach. Like, you don't make the necessary changes at half. Like, Gilberto wasn't getting any kind of decent crosses in. We have Diogo who's, last year, was probably our biggest threat from wide, right? He put yeah. in dangerous ball after dangerous ball, and instead he brings in Lazaro, who I think he's a decent player, but I don't think his crossing or is anywhere near what Diogo's is. But
1: I think um, based on the substitution he made later in the game, it seems like Diogo doesn't count for him as a right back. For him, yeah. Diogo's a right winger, which is his natural position, and that's why I think that sub happened. No,
4: I get it. But a game like this, like you're going to have... Like a shit ton of possession. Like, yeah, he's playing right back, but essentially he's playing right wing back, right? You're essentially playing a three back with, with the way the game was playing out because Gilberto was in Lazaro, where essentially, in you know, at half, they barely had to defend too much. So, in a, in a game like this, especially at halftime, where you see what Mourinho is trying to do, you have got to make adjustments to that. And I, I feel like he could have brought Diogo in at half and probably should have especially with Seth and uh, Darwin up top, you know, are probably our two tallest forwards get, get us better crosses going in and hope one of them can, can get on the end of it. And for as far as for Bernaga, I think I've, I've seen glimpses, but I think he's also trying, he's coming in and he's not trying to do too much. I think he's just try, trying to come in and, and kind of play his role and not try to kind of like go above and beyond to try to prove that he deserves to be up here. I think he's just doing what the manager wants him to do and not like go above and beyond. But I do but think that could, he be,
1: is, that could be because of the situation, right? If Benfica right. was doing well and everyone was playing well and the team was doing exactly. well, right. You're going to be more loose. You're, you're going to be more inclined to do those things. Yep. Right. And I think right now, especially a young player like him, given the current state around the club, he may be more, I don't know, more reluctant to take that extra chance because, right, he's going to get maybe criticized more than he normally would. Yep.
4: And I, I think, like, as Brain does, we all love to see a kid from the state shop come through and, and be a stud. But I, at the same time, I do think that hinders some of these kids coming in because they have – the second they get called up or have any kind of success on the B team, the media is all over them and all everyone on social media is like, all well, this – this is the next one Felix or this is the next to the Costa or like, it's just that initial pressure on him. Like the the kid doesn't need it. Like he's coming in, he's trying to get settled in on the team, give him time to get settled in. And eventually if he, if he's good enough, he's going to eventually show it.
1: Uh, Oscar, I'm going to go back to you at halftime. uh, It was zero, zero. Benfica had 19 crosses um, in the game. They had four shots, none on target. They had Rafa's off the crossbar, which doesn't count as a shot on target. Uh um, said five shots, one on target. Um, and to be honest with you, I don't even remember what their top shot was on target in the first half. I'm sure it'll probably play in these highlights, but uh I don't recall it off the top of my head. if uh, Benfica had 77 percent possession against 23. Uh, right. So I don't recall Benfica having to do much defensively. Um, again, apart from the moment of their goal, uh, which we'll talk about shortly. Uh, but touching on what Bill said, uh how much of this do you pin on the manager in the sense of, right. We knew what moodiness was coming to to the side of the loose to do, right. It's the typical supping to blueprint, right. And most smaller teams, right. You got to fight with the, the weapons that you have, right. Naturally. Um, so we can complain about, you know, time wasting and things, right. Those are things that we just automatically expect. Um, but how much of this do you pin on the manager in the sense of, right, at halftime making those adjustments based on what we saw in the first half, right? Dumping 19 crosses and none of
3: them really creating any problems, right? You need to make some adjustments at some point, right? I, You guys are going to go all over me and kind of – I'm going to be like a broken record, but uh, I, I don't want to be a broken record and I don't want Tank to attack me and blah, blah, blah. So I uh, maybe I shut my mouth. Maybe no, I say listen, it. Listen, we're open to everyone's opinion and view. We, Whether you agree with it or not is indifferent. Yeah, but we, 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 we talk about – like when we don't have to defend what, what options we have right oh, now. I didn't the think squad. you were going down this I, route, but I'm going, I'm going this route because oh, I knew
4: exactly where he was going. I didn't yeah. think so. No, no because, means...
3: because, because when we, we talked about this, right, we talked about it in the champions league. We talked about it when we play a, a team at home that we don't have to defend that much against and up front we're not creating uh until you get somebody better on the fucking squad we don't have anybody better that can put the final ball into the into the forwards we don't we don't and you guys can argue with me all you want the final ball is his name is peasy okay for the final ball, the name is peasy you guys can talk about he doesn't defend tell me with 77 77 possession do you need to defend like what did paul bernardo do the guy that we've been all asking for differently than peasy does
1: I don't disagree with you on that. Like I said, I don't think he's done – he hasn't stood out for me. Whether no, I, I, he I, would have done better in that time, th- I don't we, know, don't know. Right? we don't know. We don't know, but but we know – don't for, disagree with you there.
3: But we know for a fact. Even Jesus, the guy that you guys uh, praise and love, says – kill pas, um whatever what do you say what was Maybe
1: or something like that yeah possible
3: right so he there's there's a there, this guy is known for that and and not to to put him in earlier or knowing that the game plan was them defending with 11 guys not attacking and we don't we're not creating chances i guess you put some blame on the manager for not reading that
1: um jay do you agree with that because I saw the smirk so I know you're going to have an answer for this um, and then my question I guess for all of you guys and we'll go through it after the fact is um, this is Nelson Verissimo's second stint as the head coach of the A-team right and similar circumstances um, from his first time right he, he replaced Laj, who he was part of his technical staff uh, after the Maritimo defeat uh, and now once again uh, he's back uh, at that time uh, he didn't get a reaction from the squad. Um, typically when you have a manager replaced, normally apart from the tactics, apart from the dynamics, normally you see, a uh, a, a reaction in the sense of, uh, you know, a little bit more fight, a little bit more energy. Um, and we didn't see that last time around when he was, uh, took over. Uh, we ended up losing a, a final, the toss of Portugal against Porto with 10 men, or they had 10 men. Um, Fast forward, Nelson Verissimo version two Yeah, I'm gonna discard the game against Porto because it was uh some difficult circumstances in the sense that he had twenty-four hours to to work with the team, right? He's had two weeks now. Um, yes, we got a win against Passo last week, performance-wise wasn't the greatest. We I know that statistic sati- and we played against ten. And statistically, people say we got like twenty shots or something like that. Cool. But again, we played against ten, like Oscar said. Um, this time around against Mudernis at home again. There just seems to be this lack of intensity, this lack of hunger, this lack of reaction to losing the ball. Uh, We've all said it at some point in time, right? Regardless of how the other teams and opponents win, whether we think it was favored or not favored, right? There just seems to be a different energy level, right? Like they're in a completely different level as it relates to just dedication to the game. Um, Do you think, are you concerned with the lack of reaction from the players? And then again, feel free to add to Oscar's comment. And you're on mute, by the way.
2: So regarding, like, I don't, I, I'm like I, I mentioned it before. And you guys can have your opinion on blaming the coach. I'm done blaming coaches. Like, I don't know how many coaches you guys are gonna have to keep blaming until you guys actually start blaming the players themselves. Um, the fact that Gilberto couldn't cr- cross the ball, like. How is that the coach's fault that they put him in a good position and then you can't deliver? You can't do your job the way that you're supposed to do it. Like the coach's fault for not making a change. That's but the coach did make the change, he did make a change not at halftime like the way you wanted it, but he made a change because he got fed up with it. So, in my opinion, I'm done blaming the coach. Like to me, it's, it's time for these players to step up. Profit wasn't special in this game.
1: Um, Last game either.
2: I think PZ. Probably would have been pretty good for this game, in my opinion. I kind of agree with Oscar over there. Hold
1: hold the phone here.
2: I I I, <laughs> honestly, 8 no, like, 8.22
1: p.m. Eastern Standard Time, January 18th. I got i, I, and Oscar I on the
2: same page. Hold oh, on <laughs> a second. No, but, but like, never See, like, you just ruined my train of thought where I was going. <laughs> no, you're saying <laughs> you're you know, But I, Oscar. I think that they, they would have done, he would have done fine in this game because we were, the, like, what Oscar said, the lacking of the final ball. And the person that's supposed to bring that final ball is supposed to be kind of Joan Mario, I feel like. Like, that's the guy that's he's, supposed to And he's, he's been, been a
1: spectator, too.
2: Exactly. Like, so these guys that are just sitting around, like, not doing a damn thing, like, those are the guys I'm blaming. Like, I'm done blaming coaches. Like, what the fuck is blaming a coach? We're going to kick this coach out of town. We're going to bring another B coach. We're going to keep <laughs> flushing through the, the youth system coaches, like. I'm done. Like, these players get – they they're professionals. They get paid. They start – it's time to step up. Like, the only players that played for me was Otamendi, Darwin. Um, like, in this game, like, that's it. And then I, I think Paulo Bernal was all, all right. I don't think he was anything special in this game, but I didn't think he do it, did anything, like, terrible either. But, like, no one really played this game. Like, you like you mentioned, Jo Mario, spectator. Rafa, spectator, like – And it's back to back games like it's time for these guys to kind of step up.
1: I agree. Um, I agree with you on the sense of like, right. The manager can make as many changes as he wants. But if
3: the players don't execute the game plan, right, it's extremely difficult. I I have have a a little a little rebuttal to that. So I I agree with exactly what Tank said. I I don't disagree with anything. I think uh, I think uh, the players need to step up but and but we like I, I was talking when I said it first we we had this issue prior to him changing to Jesus changing the system right the going to three back we couldn't create we had possession we couldn't create couldn't create and I think one made because your Mario is not known for being a number 10 even though he wears a number 10 he's not known for being a Rui type of player he's a he's a box-to-box like it, it, to, to be honest, he's it's more a like condition
1: box. The box, he's correct. not really a
3: box, box. He's not, but but he's not, he's not, he's not, he's not the guy that Imar type of player. Correct. Even though with with thinking of Joe Mario as an Imar, okay, he's gonna give it. He's never been the guy to put a, a through ball. Tarap does a better job than him, he does on, when it comes to putting a through ball and and a, getting a last pass. Right. That says a lot. So, and that's as, but that's how Joe Mario is. Joe Mario, Joe a, his, He's more
1: the secure pass.
3: Yeah, to be honest, Joe, Joe Mario is more like a Witzel type of player. He's like a Correct. guy that sits play in the simple, middle. Play it simple, keep it yes. sure. Correct. Right,
1: so, is out of 10, if nine of them go astray, one's going
2: to be good. And I think that's starting to become an issue because we have Weigel that does that simple type of play, and we need a guy right. like I Agree to, right. to, to do those type of passes. And that's where I thought last year Pizzi would would flourish, but he was having a hard time defending.
3: The- it, exactly exactly but my point is like if you're going to create a a four three three, if you're going to play that system with a triangle in the middle like a joan mari type of weigl and a, a, a guy at play number 10. the only player that, that will do a good job there because he's got three other two other defenders in the midfield it's easy we can try paulo bernardo whatever you want but paulo bernardo is like a center midfield he's not he's not a guy that will give you the last pass either so so playing a triangle in the middle with three forwards or or four three three Peasy behind the the, the 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 in front of the two the triangle in the in the middle is probably the best option you got. That's my opinion. I, uh, right,
2: we'll disagree with that. All right. So, we'll, but we'll, but in and I'm, mind that we the state of players that we have right now. That, that's a,
3: so. In and when it comes to blaming coaches, I'm not blaming Verissimo at all. And I and I argued with the guys on the on the on the chat. And like though what I argue with is who is responsible for creating this team. Like I, can blame, I I have some blame on Jesus. I have some blame on the uh, DSL because they got these guys. I mean, it's not their fault that they, they're, they're not good. It's not their fault they, they can't cross. Whoever scouted these guys, they're a fault for bringing these guys in. If somebody came to Milford when I played soccer in Milford Porsche's Club and said, hey, shit, let's go take Costa," We think i would say no. Oh, I suck. I can't go play for Benfica. I'm not going to get paid millions to go play for Benfica because I suck. Fuck you! Of course, I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna go and play, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna suck just like everybody else does. I, I can't cross the ball. Hey, sorry, you guys were the dumbasses that got me.
1: Bill, do you do you agree with the sentiment? And I guess at what point can we start pointing the finger at the players, or is there a joint fault here?
4: No, I I I agree with what these guys are saying. Like, yeah, the players ultimately have to go out and and perform what the the manager wants, right? So. I think it's a partial blame, right, on the manager for what I feel like weren't weren't the adjustments that were needed at halftime. Because um, I feel like by the time he brought in those changes and got Gilberto out, I think it was too little, too late. And I think, again, PZ came in, what was it, like the 80, 88th minute or something like that again? Like, 82nd. I think it was too late. Like, going at half, we knew what they wanted to do. Like, it, it just because halftime came they weren't going to change their game plan it was working for them right so they were going to come back out and do the exact same thing so at that point it's on the manager to make the changes and hope that the players he brings on can perform better than the players that were that were on the field uh but i i i agree with these guys saying like the yeah the players need to step up i, I think we've been all been saying that for for weeks right like you have to you have to have pride in 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 what you're doing you're just going out there and and looking like shit and like
2: after a while, it fucking gets annoying. Didn't Modians have more shots on us in the first half? Uh,
1: the first half stats were... On oh, net, yeah. They had one on net. We had I thought
2: I thought that we started okay. off the second half pretty well. Like, we, we started shooting the ball a lot more. And I think that... I, I remember hearing on the... Beat, they think it's, yeah, Muridens had, like, had one yeah, shot on target, and we had none. Yeah, so we had we four. Had a crossbar,
1: that's it. We had four and zero, and they had five and one. And then the ending of the game was sixteen and five, and nine and two. So they had four more shots, one more on target, and we had twelve more shots, five on yeah. target. So I, I thought, half.
2: I thought like, I, I thought coming into the second half, we started playing better. And like, I, 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 don't know. I just don't think that you make you you don't always have to make subs at halftime.
1: I don't agree with that. I don't disagree with that. I'm just saying, like, not necessarily the subs at halftime. Maybe changing some of the dynamic of what our approach to the game plan was. But Mm -hmm. statistically wise, right? We obviously did more in the second half than the first half. But I don't think that says much because I can't think of many standout moments unless you guys can.
2: I I just needed a ball to cross to to pass the first defender. Like that's the only correct. I mean, when you make forty crosses, five of those balls like cross the first defender. Like we would easily have rules And
3: uh, the the best chance is I mean from watching the game and thinking other than uh, than Rafa's crossbar the best chance we had as a team that you we created was when Darwin crossed the ball and Otamendi cr- headed over the bar. That's yeah. a full, that was a full the, play. That was at the end. That was a full play cuz Grimalu having the ball that most hit the post. That's a rebound off the defender, right? Yeah. And then and the goal was a rebound he, off the yeah. defender. There so was like, a few of those so, where like so, those
4: deflections, and then we got the lucky bounce.
3: So creating creating this cor- was This corner kick n- was
2: a good, good, good play. Like we had Wigo on the front post.
3: Yeah, that but but I'm talking about a play that was legit like played throughout the field. Oh, uh, instead game, of, instead, yeah. instead of, instead of being across from the corner kick, I'm talking about like a, a play play yeah, from, yeah, okay. uh, from back to front. That was the only play we had was Darren crossing the ball and ultimately hitting it over the bar. That's the only play that I remember Benfica doing that that created a, a chance,
2: which yeah, is I mean, to be honest. But like that, that's what Muriel was giving us. We 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 just had to play the Alas. They everything in the middle, like where you wanted to throw a pass to, to, to just to give them the play. right.
3: But but then but then we... but but then we have to adjust. We have to adjust that kind of
2: gameplay. Like we don't exactly. uh, like we know we, we know. But we, Paul Bernardo's we need a, a, like uh, we Bill, need Bill, a the... service into the box. Yeah, right? and Bill mentioned it. mentioned we had two it. monsters in there. We had Seth in, in Darwin ready to We're, bounce. Exactly.
3: And, just and Bill and it. Billy mentioned that, so we know that the Moreneses is, is closing the middle. You know, and we have Paul Bernardo, João Mario, and Weigel. that they, they don't go to the sides; they go to, down the middle. So why not? Why not take out Paul Bernardo and put a winger that can actually cross the ball, like the, the Diogo Gonçalves, you know, or or even a Pizzi, or somebody that can cross the ball and get a final pass? I mean, that was that's what the game was asking for, and he took forever to do it.
1: I don't disagree with you. For that many, you can't make forty-one crosses. When, not, were the subs, when were the subs made? The subs were made at, uh, let's see. Um, Yogo came in in the 60th for Seth. Yep. Uh, and for came Seth, in. he
4: takes all Seth, which is an, a strike. We need a and Lazio 70... came
1: in at the 72nd. Yeah, for pa- Lazio, not Lazio. <laughs> Paul Bernardo oh, oh. and Gilberto uh, came off. I don't know if you guys got as pissed off as I was, but when Gilberto got subbed off he and walking. he was walking, in a game that we needed to score absolutely pissed me off so much. Like, I get you're frustrated. Your game plan didn't go well, but, like, get the fuck off the field. And he's just, like, kind of moping around. Um, PZ came in in the 82nd with Gonzalo for João Mario and Rafa. Um, so, first sub was at 60 minutes, which is f- common for most managers. Um,
2: his, mistake, his mistake was not taking Rafa out sooner than he did.
1: I agree. He's been... I mean, since the Porto games, he's been a, a he's bystander.
2: Lump.
3: The, yeah, the thing plump. is, the with Rafa, he can be quiet, but then he, he's a game changer. He can have one of those uh, those. Dude, no, Besides
2: that post, dude, he didn't do shit. Besides that shot at the post, he didn't do nothing. I get <laughs> but, it, I understand it, but like, enough was enough with him. I, I I was getting fed up. I was like, dude, you're not impacting the game at all, and we like you, like Mike said, we need results. And sometimes that's where coaches kind of make the wrong mistakes is when they hold the player. In for longer than they should, especially one of their better players, when they should probably solve them out in the yeah, season.
3: And, and a lot of these players need breaks; they need to take like Joao Mario needs is crying for a fucking for a game on the bench. He's crying for it because he, he's, It's like is uh, like you can tell that he is like a, his game is going down down slowly. Like in and, and and that's he's not the only one. Rafa is the same thing. And these coaches think of Joao Mario and Rafa as indiscutibles He cannot take them out because if you take them out, the game is all, lost. And, and we're eventually going to lose a lot more games by keeping them on.
1: I agree. Let's jump ahead here to uh, the controversial moment of the game. Um Moreira scores in the 60, 64, 61st minute. Um, a, a play that honestly, <laughs> I don't know how they validated it. But again, I think it just goes to show the shithousery that it is in the Portuguese league. Um, at the time that the cross is made, and we'll, I'll freeze it at that moment. Um, I think it's more than clear that two guys are off Yeah. Right? And the guy, the bald guy jumps for the play, makes a play at the ball, doesn't get to it, but him being there and making a play at the ball impacts Otamendi. Now, Otamendi missed the ball, but I also think that if he's by himself, he probably has less stress to, to make a decision on that play. But then on top of that, Not only does the guy miss the ball, he's still standing there when the ball hits Gilberto, right? So he's got to react, right? So naturally, he's going to try to kick it away, and unfortunately, it hits Gilberto. But again, that guy interferes in the play twice, the first play and then the second play. Thoughts on on how this how this goal was validated? I mean, did,
3: I did they did they explain it? Did, like any any no? they, no, did they, they, they ever didn't. do? Do they ever? They didn't. They, they didn't. Never. I know, but they we have, rule
1: it for the offside, they, So
3: I know, but they have they have like you know the the I think they have a program on I think a record of somebody, that Eduardo Gomes, and, and he talks about the plays and the dubi and what he analyzes. Did that guy ever come out and say it?
1: I didn't did. watch any programs to see what their opinions were on it, but I. <laughs> Again, I don't know if there's an opinion. I mean, I saw one or two articles that popped up and everyone was like, that should have never been called a goal. I I don't... And again, the blame isn't on the ref, right? It's VAR. But I don't understand how the hell this goal is validated. I mean, do you guys... Think differently. Yeah.
3: The, the thing is, this 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 goal, obviously, like to me, it's a hundred percent offside. A guy makes a play for the ball, but then I've seen so much crazy shit of the new rules and new twigs to the this and that. Like the one in the Champions League, somebody touched the ball and, uh, and it was a, uh, you know, just because he touched right. it, the but guy was not offside.
1: A, this one's a, a direct cross, but what's different from this to? a shot from outside the box where the forward's standing still in front of the goalie, right? The player doesn't make a move, but he's obstructing the goalie, right? Yep. This guy makes a play at the ball. Like I don't understand. I don't think there's any doubt that this should have been an offside. And hundred percent. It's confusing to me that it was, that it was validated. Like I just, I
3: just wish they had a, they had a, uh, they could come out and explain it. Okay. This, this is why we're calling calling offside.
1: If we could hear them, I mean, there's a way, but the they, VAR they never will would
3: be nice, but we'll never hear it.
4: <laughs> in um, I think it's in like in Australia. They in
1: Australia like, they have the whole conversation live on the as, broadcast. like
4: yeah. If you're watching on TV, you hear the the ref talking to the VAR and hearing right. the conversation. They should do yeah. that and fucking. They, they never the will. will as well. But that's how it should be fucking done. Or like the recordings come out like after the game, but they'll never fucking do that in Portugal. Like this, this is so blatant that it's like you can't even like hide. Like, that, yeah, I agree. Like, I, I feel this like this one, like, like you
1: said, is an obvious one.
4: You've we've grown up, yeah, but... but like if you've grown up playing, like even if you don't like still play soccer or like you just grew up playing it when you were a little kid, like this is one of those like rules that like one of the first things you fucking learn. Like if you're sides, like just don't make a play at the ball because they're going to call it. But, but then admit, how many like, times how fucking blatant?
1: How many times have we had plays? We had one or two in this game where. The ball gets played in. The guy raises the flag right away. Like he doesn't even let the play finish. Right. And this one, which is clear to the naked eye, let the play finish and see what comes of it. And then VAR makes that decision. Like that's, for me, it's more the inconsistency of when you raise and when you don't raise the flag.
4: And I think per FIFA, they're supposed to let the play. Correct. But again, and then they call it back. Yeah, right, there's exactly. been so
1: many times where they've raised the flag, not just the Manfica and other teams, right, where they raise the flag straight away. They don't let the play finish, and then it wasn't offsides or what, right? Like just let it play out. Jay,
2: thoughts? Dude, that was a bullshit call. <laughs> I, I, I don't even know what else to say. Like that was complete BS. We got robbed on that. Yeah, I, so, yeah. That... I mean, I don't know. I, there's nothing else you can say. It's like you can like, you but say, but do
3: don't tank, you. Should know this. Like, doesn't NFL they fuck up a, a play or not, don't they come out and explain it or the the federal, like the
2: they have like notes at the end of the games or like I know basketball does the final two minutes where they call out the refs on their mistakes. Right, I think, I think that the that, NFL. I think the NFL is a little different. I think they just if there's a controversial play, I think they'll come out and say something, but and explain that, it. But besides that, they kinda of, kinda of keep everything hushed. Right, out. right. But it's
3: controversial. This is controversial. This is not doesn't get any more yeah, controversial. Like I think than the this. last
2: time I heard them say anything it was about remember that Saints pass interference play that yeah. cost them. Yeah. Yeah, that was, I think that it was, was like last the- year. Yeah. Like something like that would happen. Yeah, they they should absolutely. I think the
3: Portuguese league should absolutely come up with something. So make but, make it more transparent. Because if, it, if it's not transparent, then it, this is going to be <laughs> no sure. <laughs> a NBA,
2: NBA, I kind of like how the NBA, the NBA doesn't do it by the whole game, but like the last two minutes of every quarter or or every game, they'll they'll write down and they'll they'll print out like if the ref fucked up or not. Like that foul shouldn't have been called. That foul was, was called. Or stuff like that. Like they'll actually call out the refs. Because they have to rate the refs too. That's how they're gonna get that's how they get <laughs> called. I, I would love to meet that VAR VAR guy, like to be honest. Like done with like,
1: I would love to hear what the, re- the rationale yeah, like, is. what the hell
2: did he see? Where that hell, we didn't see. Where the fuck <laughs> is his red I line? Is I guarantee I guarantee his... I want to know where his red line is.
3: I guarantee, <laughs> I guarantee that's his what, what the defender didn't touch the ball, and Matamain didn't touch the ball. Guaranteed, that's where he was say. That's the that. thing
1: is because they yeah, didn't but, show an image with the lines, right? So which tells me that they weren't even looking for the offsides. No. Yeah. So that stupid. So uh, that guy
4: but, being off throws off. Correct. the guy being it there throws the whole off thing many. off. Yeah, uh, that guy's not there. mendy clears out like no fucking problem. Or, it, guy...
1: or even if he doesn't hit it, right? But regardless, he to Play for it. He, right. interfer-
4: he Exactly. He made which a play. makes Otamendi second guess. Of if he just he stands he there
1: and doesn't jump, or whatever, fine. But the fact that he actually made a play at the ball, no, I don't think it's.
2: But it's, hey, by the by the way, I'm not going back on my word. I'm blaming the players, so I'm going to blame Otamendi on that goal. Okay, <laughs> <Fair>. <laughs> I'm blaming players. That was Wattamendi. a weird. Not Weird attempt
1: it. to clear it's almost like he ducked out of the
2: way, but I can blame it. Every every human on site, uh, um, in to Jersey.
1: wrap this one up, we're gonna go to the MVP. If there was an MVP, to be honest, uh, goal point says Darwin was uh with a 6.3, uh, Weigel and Grimaldo at a 6.2. Worst rating was for Gilles, um, with a 3.9 and Seferovic with a 4.8. Um, Jay, if you I mean, you don't have to pick one. If you don't think there was an MVP in this game, you can say no. But was there for you an MVP? And if so, who?
2: Whoever got whoever the ball deflected off of and gave us that goal.
1: <laughs> it was uh, their defender.
2: Yeah. I think it the, was. <laughs> what, this guy right here, Pablo? Oh, yeah,
1: it was their defender because then Darwin got him behind.
2: Was it I don't know who the hell right? it
1: was. It was one of the guys either in the back or the
4: midfield.
2: Dude, no. No one gets MVP except for that guy that gave us that, that pass.
4: Bill? I mean... I'd give it to Muriden's back backline for fucking being able to clear out what was it <laughs> twenty fucking through. crosses. You kidding me? Like, I don't think anyone of any FIFA fucking deserved it. So I mean, I I'll give it to Muriden's back backline. <laughs> Oscar, I give it to Darwin. I
3: think Darwin had a the, the goal obviously, and then he had the cross that I was talking about. That was probably the only cross good cross in the game. So for that reason, I give it to Darwin. Dude, I think mm-hmm. Oscar's starting
2: to get a secret crush on Darwin. Now. <laughs> no, I just he started to score I just, goals. Leading goal scorer for the league in right now. No, I, he's been playing. He's
3: been playing really good. I
2: mean, I I've been liking him.
3: So,
1: all right, all right, Oscar's coming around. I like it. Um, let me just remove this here. Moving it's on. To, it's,
3: to, it's to show that it's not like when I, once I hate a player, I hate him forever. The only person I hate forever is going to be George Jesus. But okay. other than that, no, it's at I least can, he's consistent. Can, consistent. I can turn around and like a player if, once he <laughs> starts doing good.
1: He's consistent. I like it. Uh, moving on. Rico's to interview. Um, and just a reminder for those of you in the uh, who are watching, uh, which there have been a few of you, um, Join the conversation. Let us know your thoughts. There's quite a few topics to cover here, so I'm sure there'll be plenty of opinions. Um, Rui Costa interview on Wednesday. Uh, he touched on a lot of uh, topics, from scutas to Domingo de Oliveira, the comunicação social, uh, the audit, the investors, compliance, uh, soccer, the manager, the formación, proyectos deportivos, institutos, modalidades, renewing or renovating the stadium, um Cidad Benfica, uh and Finances, he covered a lot. I've picked out four uh here that I would like to touch on. Um starting with uh the Communication Social. Um and this one's gonna be for, for Oscar. Um and Joaninha says in their comments, his love for Darwin will never beat his love for PC, of course. <laughs> That's <laughs> Darwin is his crush, one. PZ is his love.
3: <laughs> PC has earned my respect. <laughs> it's, it's, it's called six years of earning it All right, it, all right. it takes gotta, a long time Oscar
1: plays hard to get you gotta earn it um, we have comunicação social so ser, a comunicação social precisa do Benfica para ter audiências e vender jornais uh, tem de ser corretos com o Benfica não acredito que não haja problemas nos outros clubes e só o Benfica uh, faz muita confusão que qualquer tema sirva de jornais para dar semana e programas de televisão Dou um exemplo, será menos notícia as buscas nos outros clubes que o Flamengo querer o Jorge Jesus. Perceber o que a imprensa quer fazer com o Benfica, iremos agir em consequência disso. Eu não pretendo que a imprensa esconda os nossos problemas ou não os discuta, mas que sejam imparciais. Kenny just joined us and he looks to be... Yep. Oh, we got no lag. I can hear you. Oh, beautiful. Much better now. Sorry, guys. No, you're good. Just in time for uh, some hot topics here. Um, All right. So, welcome to the conversation. Let me just change this quickly. Um, All right. So, Oscar, Comunicación Social, my question to you is Do you share the same sentiment that he seems um, to outline here uh, of a clear attempt from all angles to create some sort of instability or to add to an already uh, unstable environment? and another example apart from the one that he gave right is all of a sudden we're seeing all these scooters come out or mention of these scooters we haven't actually officially heard them um, but all of these scooters that are coming out have nothing to do with the case that Luis Lufier is going through right um you know there's scooters of conversations between Rui Pedro Braz and Luisão uh, there's scooters between Sporting's president and an agent like none of these conversations have anything to do with the case so what is the the end game for you to release these other than to just create more chaos around what already is chaos.
3: You know, the thing is like they know, they know Benfica is probably the biggest market in Portugal, right? If not the biggest, probably hundred percent. So, so when it comes to, to creating chaos is in selling papers, that's, that's Benfica. You have to talk about Benfica no matter what. And it's, if it's negative, it's going to cause more, people to talk about it right if it's if you out 3580 it's gonna be one day right if it's scooters talking about a, a player talking about a coach or a coach talking about a player that creates chaos right so it's gonna be it's gonna be all over the place now isn't there like isn't it like criminally and like illegal to do this isn't it to to release private conversations from citizens so like that's
1: the thing is they're being leaked, but the actual audio hasn't been leaked. It's basically just rumors of it, right? So like that's the right. transcripts.
3: The Correct. Right. So 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 and I, I just don't I don't know what the the like how illegal illegal this, this stuff is but i i can i can i mean i have know what to say cause, because 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 benfica is going to be selling papers so they have to they, these people will put it on the newspaper just to sell papers and then we have a benfiquista nest an which is divided right it's legit like when i look at benfica today i look at the, the fans being more of the problem than anybody anything else i feel like Benfica today is what USA has become, what the US has become. It's legit no gray area. It's like either you're this side or that side. And then they fight against each other, and that's what's causing all these issues. One side wants to hide everything. The other side wants to show everything, turn every single rock, and let's see what's, what else Scutas Costa has. What else did he talk about? Let's see the, the contract that went to this player, the, all the that pennies that went to it, where the money go. They, there's no gray area. If you go to look at any single club in Portugal, every single club, Right. Every single club will have dirty for, uh, hands there. Every single club, you—if you dig deep enough, even if you go through—if you—if you go through our phones and our emails and our—we—we—we mm-hmm. all—we all might have we stuff go, that we're trying. We're, we're all trying to have. have high beep, stuff. beep, 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 beep. <laughs> Listen, But like we all we nobody here is perfect, right? So, in especially a business. A business—they always hide stuff and and this dirty stuff happening. But Benfica is like. Is is the market, is what people wanna hear about. And and that's why I think it's 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 all out there. But the fans are the like basically the, the, the reason why this is continuing because they fight amongst each other and creates all these chaos.
1: Kenny, I'm, I'm gonna go to you, since you... Oh, okay. no, go ahead, Bill.
4: No, I was gonna say perfect example of this is is the I think it was over the summer. Porto and Guimarães, like sold each other youth team players for like 15 mil each
1: they did it with sporting too
4: and it was like back page news like and i remember i think i sent it to mike and i was like this isn't sketchy at all like when (laughs) in portugal youth do you see any regardless of youth whatever any players transferring within clubs for 15 million dollars at all and the fact that it was two youth players like just raises more eyes but nope not in portugal
1: yeah Kenny, I'm going to I'm going to hop over to you since you uh have saved your vocals um, for the first 40 minutes of this. Um he touched on Nelson Veríssimo, uh and he said, "É um homem da casa, vamos mudar de paradigma. É uh, um benfiquista ferrenho, jovem treinador com ambição enorme. Acredito nas suas capacidades, tem que ser, uh, tem que ser ter projeto e dar tempo aos treinadores para trabalharem, não será só por 6 meses." He entered there that this is a contract to the end of the season, not an interim manager. But he also gave the hint that, uh, you know, he could potentially be long term. Um, my question to you is, uh, you know, he hinted towards him being uh, a manager next season potentially. Um, do you think it's the right decision, um, independent of how the season plays out? Um, and Last week when we had the podcast after the interview, Paul Tomaz uh, made a comment, which was interesting, which is I'm hoping that Benfica has a plan B, right? Whether they're vocalizing it or not, obviously no, right? But there has to be a plan B, right? Like you can't go through the rest of the season, right? If if things go haywire over the next two weeks, three weeks, right? Like you can't let it continue, right? benfica is still in the Champions League. Benfica still has the opportunity to make significant amount of money in that elimination round. Um, So we can't just throw our hands up, wave the right white flag and say, you know, we're preparing for next season. So um, do you think that that was the right decision or is the right decision? Um, And Paul Tumaz said, sometimes when there's a plan B plan, a doesn't
0: work out. What are your thoughts on that?
4: Yeah, no, I think
0: the thing with, you know, whether, whether there's, there's another, you know, another plan B, right. I think Rui Costa clearly is kind of under the gun in this situation. I don't think he's in a, in a win-win situation. Um, what are you going to do? Like if you, if you go and get a new manager and the situation that we're in right now, a very difficult situation to come back and win the league in six months, are you going to get rid of that manager too? So I think at this point, I thought that I think the easiest way around this was to just promote Verissimo, you know, let him do his work and see what happens at the end of the six months. I know a lot of people aren't happy about it, but, you know, you struck gold with Lodge that one year. He's thinking the same thing. I think, you know, I know you guys touched on it uh, on the game earlier, right? It kind of similar to like Paulo Bernardo. Like I thought during the game, they kind of, he just kind of threw him out there out of position, and hoping that maybe this is a Jean Felix type of thing. Like maybe it'll change, change the team where same thing with Verissimo in, in the last situation. So yeah, it's going to be difficult to, to repeat that type of success. Um, but do I, do I think that if he has success these six months, should he, should he keep the job? I mean, how can you, how can you dismiss a guy who takes a shitty role right now and does decent Let's say, let's say he beats Ajax and, and gets into the next into the next phase. Let's say he, he fights for second place. How can you kind of dismiss the guy after that? You know, so it's it's gonna be difficult, you know, to see what happens after and, and to dismiss him if he does have a good run. I would prefer uh um a different different coach, but if he has success, I mean how can if he's earned it, why why not keep him around and see what happens? Oscar you know, Oscar made a good point you know in, in our chat previously, right? Laj had had a had a good run. We probably should have you know ride the tail a little bit longer with him. but again, whether you want to believe if there was a, a player thing in the locker room or not, it's you know that that's a, a problem in itself. I think that needs to be taken care of so that this doesn't happen again. But in regards to the coaching,'m I'm, I'm with Verissimo right now. I'll We'll see what happens at the end of the year whether it's the right plan or, or the wrong plan, maybe they are thinking about, you know, they're already looking into other players or I'm sorry, other coaches to see, you know, potentially what could, what could be of next year. I, I hope they are looking at their options at least. So um, we'll see what happens.
4: Okay.
3: Can, can I, can, before, yeah, before go you go, I, I'm going to interrupt anyone one little bit. When you said, uh, you know, the, what happens in the locker room, I hope it, it never happens again, blah, blah, blah. Let me just point out two things really, really quick. When a coach, when, when, it, like, in this, in this, we all blame, oh my God, we listened to this PZ against George's Dus for a whole three weeks, right? When, when this happens, like, I'm telling you, mm-hmm. it happens in almost every single club that the coach gets fired. The only difference is in this situation, it came out to public. It, it came out of that locker room and it came to the public. But when Mourinho gets fired and and the clubs that he's got fired from, that what comes in newspapers like he lost the locker room, right? He has lost the locker room. The, the players don't respect him. What do you think happens in the locker room behind the scenes, right? What probably happened to Benfica behind the scenes, but it didn't be it didn't happen behind the scenes. It came to public, and now we're talking about it. That the players uh, fired the coach. Yeah, the coach lost the locker room, like it happens to almost every single coach
0: that gets fired throughout the uh, the leagues in the world.
1: I don't think there's anything wrong. This with that. is. I mean,
0: this ahead, this God. is a but this is a cultural this is a locker room culture that is not acceptable anymore in my eyes. Like it's it's gone way beyond just a year or two years. This has been Correct. That's the thing. It's consistent.
1: Time 3 class. times now.
0: And the coat the, the 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 uh the coach the Dita sound has been always siding with the players. These players feel entitled like like they're like me me like uh, I don't even know how to, how to say the word. Mi madrush, like mi madrush, mi yeah. mi exactly. Whatever whatever happens oh the special trainer and I stay here I do nothing I do the same thing Exactly
2: English. Right right
0: but 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 it is mean, a culture it's a locker room issue there's 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 like, dude, but can dude, what, it's it, the three. It's the
2: three. It's a three. Uh, uh,
3: uh, but can uh, the tank, tank tank. You know this, right? You know this from the United States. You're, you're in Milford, Massachusetts. Like uh, how many miles away from Portugal? But you know this, no, well, right? Give the address, but, but wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> so so you're you're this far away. You knew those those three guys are the reason why the coaches get fired, right? Those three guys. But then the next coach comes in and plays them. The next coach comes in and plays them. The next coach comes in and plays them. So are the coaches stupid, or or do they not le- listen to? What you guys say, or you guys know. You guys know, How do you know that's not coming
2: from above to play these guys, too. Oh my you god, you don't know that, though. You don't know. So you
3: defended Jesus for all along, and you, you, you know, Jesus has always been the guy that says, I don't give a shit what the president says, I'm gonna play the players. Jesus was the best coach we ever had. Right. But why did he play those guys if they're the problem?
1: I mean, he he benched, he suspended PZ. Yeah,
3: at the end, and but a
2: year and a, and a, and a half last year PC played a lot of the games. He tried to make a serious, he lost his job for it. Right, right. Easy spoke up and B Z has more, oh more I'm gonna but, touch
1: on that. I'm gonna touch on that topic next. BZ awesome. has more pull. It's
2: um, a matter of fact, it's facts. Before we get into that that's, a fact. An, that's the fact. next
1: topic is but before that, Kenny, I just had one more question for you, which is right, you mentioned if things go well, Joey mentions here in the comments, right? If we pass IX, he thinks we stay, he thinks he stays. Anything after that is a bonus. Um what if he completely unravels? Right, like we play IX at the end of February right so there's quite a few games we have the final four coming up uh next week yeah what if things unwrap like things can get really bad between in, now and then do you, yeah, do you,
0: my, do you ride it yeah I, I mean Mikey who who's gonna take the job at that point who are you gonna come in to take the job and like another what another interim coach I mean I're not gonna, riding, you're not
4: gonna bring someone from the outside in
0: yeah and you're not and you're not going to make another change 3 3 months down the road. I think the plan is and whether we want to, you know, I know it's hard to to admit, but he I mean, and he's not saying it, right? He's not going to obviously say it, but the season's the, he's he threw in the towel. The season's over. Our 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 little our little hope was, you know, uh Porto Spartan they they or Spartan lost points there that first that first uh, jornada back and we probably and we probably could have could have taken advantage but I mean, we keep losing points. There's, I mean, the season—the season is what it is. Like we're—we're we're just in survival mode. We're covering the gap, and next year you start fresh. Because I just don't see you're—you know—getting a big name or, or anyone that's going to accept the job. And even if it is will completely snowballs and just falls apart, I mean, at that point you're definitely not going to br- be able to bring anyone in, in my opinion.
2: Fair. Um, watching through the youth system until you find one
1: jay <laughs> um uh, he touched on football which is kind of a little bit of what we just touched on but uh because mm-hmm. the second muitos anos de football chegamos à conclusão tudo dali para frente seria mais difícil e complicado a primeira derrota criou um ambiente desfavorável which he was talking about the sporting game at home uh where the fans clearly showed after the game that they weren't happy um now foram and this is where of all the of all the interview this is the one subject that I think Rui Costa wasn't at his best on which was now foram os jogadores que despediram a verdade algumas coisas que foram ditas algumas foram impoladas houve um desentendimento e a equipa apoiou o Pizi após o incidente o que foi feito foi coordenado com Jorge Jesus foi um castigo daquele dia uh, and, and then he said uh Pizzi te- teve que falar com o presidente uh, não o excluiu uh, da época uh, falei com Jorge Jesus. I estava no Seixal. Os jogadores estavam do lado de lá e não do lado de cá. Acontece no balneário sem Jorge Jesus no jogo do Porto, causou mal estar. Jorge Jesus percebeu que a equipa não estava com ele. Ultimately, he said at first, os jogadores não despediram o treinador. But ultimately, what he did say, in other words, was, o plantel despediu o treinador, because of the circumstances. Like Oscar said, he lost the locker room. He realized that the the players weren't behind him. Fair. It happens in many other locker rooms. Unfortunately, this one comes to public. But what were your thoughts on this? And again, I know we were getting into it here in the fact that he kind of reiterates that. Um, But the fact that uh, I thought was interesting here was, do you think that he gives a little bit more information than maybe he should have, right? I think he could have maybe address the situation in less words and didn't have to go into detail. But then again, on the flip side of it, the fans were asking him to come out, right? Speak about it. What's going on. Tell the fans they deserve to hear it. And he comes out and says it. And now you see fans saying, you know, he said too much or he shouldn't have said this or shouldn't have said that. What are your thoughts?
2: Well, you you can't, you can't please everybody. Um, I, I personally like when stuff comes out, it just brings it. I'm more informed overall, but Obviously, if it's your team, you kind of want to keep those things hush hush. You don't want much noise to come out of your locker room and everyone kind of talking about it. But as far as, I mean, I, I'm not going to get into PZ and like the players kicking, like, kicking the coach out. It's just like that's a, it's already a fact. It's it's in the past. Like it, we're still talking about it three weeks later. I get I get it that he discussed it, but um, I. I just think the players have too much, too much say in that locker room overall. Um, and as regarding Rick he probably could have kept it a little hush hush overall, but um, it's not like the club is for the members. It's the members want to know. So. If they want information, sometimes the president has to give it up. But I, I personally would like to keep things hush hush. How,
0: how can you keep it hush hush when it's, it's, well, it's? I'm here. just
2: saying, I, I would like it. It's my personal opinion. Yeah, well, I mean, he pretty much,
0: he pretty much verified everything that came out. Exactly, and, and,
2: and we, we all know that that was pretty much true. Like, PZ must have been pissed off already with, with him being benched and all that, and didn't get the result. We played like shit against Sporting and. The, the games have pretty much lost a lot of it.
0: here can I, I I would like to say something else Go about ahead. This, right? Go I think well, the problem is when people say oh well maybe he said too much you know before we want it we want him to be transparent we want to know what's going on then it's oh he, he said a little too much about this he could he could have been quiet whatever well at the end of the day it got leaked we already knew what really happened. We just we just weren't sure, right? Like Oscar said, you can't believe everything in the in the papers. I I agree, but mostly everything that comes through the papers, it's pretty much true with a little bit of, of stretch of or a little imagination sometimes. But the core story is usually true, and so in this situation, we he pretty much came out and verified it, and he's trying to cover his tracks and say, oh, the they you know the players didn't do it. that's where I I have an issue with. Rui Costa and how he handled the situation because it does make him look bad. I, I, you know, maybe he could have worded it differently or 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 came about it differently. But at the end of the day, truth of the matter of fact is that these players controlled the situation and got what they wanted. Okay, and that's my issue is that these players are not held accountable. They need they needed to have a punishment, whether it's a like a some sort of penalty or something. There should have been something to hold them accountable for refusing to train or, or whatever it is. And my thing with PZ is, okay, listen, I'm, I, I was with PZ. I'm, I, I don't, I don't like, I can see him moving on. I actually prefer that he, he now moved on and got out of the locker room because him, along with other players that are part of this old culture that we need to change in the locker room. If we want the play on the field to change, Something needs to happen inside the locker room, not just a coach a coach or manager change. Something in the locker room needs to change if we want the play on the field to change. And the thing with PZ with 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 between PZ and Jesuz is I can see I agree with with what Oscar said in the past, right? As a captain, you step up for your player, like you see that there's 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 an issue with the players and the coach, you step up and say something. My problem with how PZ handled it. Is that he waited for an opportunity when the coach was not there to say something? And I think that clearly, if you're the manager and you have a player of yours that that is talking shit or whatever the hell he said in the locker room while you're not there, well, then why didn't you say it when he was as a, a part, you know, in the locker room with the team? Why did you wait because, for? An opportunity? Because I can answer that easily. Hold because- on. Why why did he not? Why did he wait for an opportunity where the manager was no longer there? Why didn't he say something after the Spartan game? Because okay, you lose one one derby, right? You lose it. Okay. When you go
3: to a second game in a row to to Porto and you lose the same way, some people get fed up, especially if you're a captain. I I, I wish I wish he did that when Jesus is in the locker room. I agree with you. I wish he do stepped think, up. Do you think do you think he says it if Jesus is not on that day? Do you think he yeah, says But but somebody well, has to step up? No wait, 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 it, wait. How do you know he does the balls or not? Have no you have seen him? Like, 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 so, so, sure like, seen them. <laughs> do, do you like what one thing is? Uh, like, if PZ, if PZ, if Jesus is there, PZ is like, can, can, uh, if Jesus, obviously somebody had to step up without PZ without Jesus being there. If is not doing it, it, should be like somebody like Luizão, should be like Verissimo stepping up. If nobody's out, out stepping up to the players and say, you got, we, this is shit. this, we're being we come to, to, and we lose to Porto like this way. We get dominated by Porto, which is our biggest rival in Portugal. We're, this is absolutely fucking shit. And I'm pretty sure if Jesus was there, he'd be saying that. But no, Jesus no, but was I not think, there. I don't so, think that that's what that was. He he was talking shit about Jesus. He was talking shit about the team. I saw that that, that from what I read, he talked. He, he goes, I don't give a shit if the, it's the coach, the players that we are shit. Okay that's what I from what I read I'm not sure I didn't I didn't <laughs> I don't know it's in the locker room but but from, we'll from on what next I read, week. don't worry yeah but from what from what I read he's saying this is not Benfica this is shit we are completely completely shit and we come to represent Benfica we're we're wearing this jersey here and we're not representing them and then he talks shit about everybody absolutely and if I'm the captain and being pissed off after Porto lost the second loss in a row in the same month to a rival yeah I'll be saying a lot of shit too Believe me, I'll be saying a lot of shit.
2: and I don't yeah, get a as a captain, you're you're held to a higher standard. One hundred percent. There's a way to do it, dude. No, if no, if, if okay. people get too soon in that locker room, he probably beats up
3: after
0: <laughs> players. I'm okay. I'm okay with that message, but what I understand is that he was said shit about the coach, and so when when the when they were all together the, the next time, he asked him to to you know repeat what he said, and he didn't want to say it or whatever happened. And no, he's like, he's, okay. the the Krasnstrap said he repeated it. Okay, and so then th- there you go. So, but my issue is, if you have something to say to to a manager about a manager, say it. Say it when when everyone's there. It's almost kind of he like sneak. It's it's a little sneaky. So tip.
3: so Kenny, when 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 Port, when Fika loses a game, right? And you say, I wish I had the podcast right now because I have so much shit on my head. If you wait two more days until you see the coach on practice. That what's on you, what that that whole like uh, mad angry bullshit. It's uh, emotion you have is gone. He's not going to say it again. Well, you could have done it at at the game after the game of Spartan. You could, but that's
0: one loss. I'm talking about two in the same month to the same to two rivals. It, but like but, it builds up. But to me, to me, I think it was a poor, poor time to do it. I mean, I mean, listen, I'm, I'm not picking sides. I'm saying I can see how Jesus could come off like I'm the manager. I'm not here one day. And, and this this happens like okay right. uh, both, exactly. catch both catch the god I, I don't i don't think i don't think a coach uh, should, I, be, I, should be i still can't can, can, or are uh, not allowed to, to punish players hundred i
3: hundred percent agree with that okay so coach comes in he goes oh you said this i don't agree with it i'm gonna punish you right and from what i heard pz went to train by himself but the uh, the players the players were yes. like he was That's right fine. the players he was right i'm with him he was right what he said was correct okay so so they they so what's what's now so Ricosta and Jesus get together right and and, uh, and they're like, dude, I lost the locker room. They they
0: I lost them. But they, how so- does how does Rikoste not see this coming? I mean, you, you've got to be blind. You got so many people in the locker room. You got to be blind yeah, that you don't but, see the divide. What what's what's
3: going to do? Fire him after the Spartan game? Like after one loss? I would have fired him. I would have fired after him after the Porto game. game. After the Porto uh-huh. game. Right, I wouldn't have, the, I wouldn't have not let I would have he not waited let a
4: week the first sports game yep
3: boiled to, to right. the, but the 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 argument happened after the first game right the locker room the, the first, first you saying fire right. him after yeah. that first game so, so don't, so don't let
0: don't let them meet up again and and then let the whole let that whole thing play out those two days where the players say okay John, we, we're not training with them Dude, i think I, that, think I think
3: i think cost plan all along was to hold Jesus until the end of the season absolutely it was to hold it was to hold jesus until the end of the season if this issue didn't happen when he lost the locker room he would have been our coach until the end of the season all right it, 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 they're paying him a million a millionaire contract It's to play him until the end of the season and start fresh after his contract's over right but when when, when this happened Ricosta at this point has no option what option does he have the coach and i agree i lost the locker room so I, it's better for this club and for me to leave. Because if I say he can stay, he can find all the players, but the coach himself knows he's lost the locker room. So what's going to do? Play a, a team that doesn't believe in him or doesn't no, no. trust
0: him? Uh, that's fine. That's fine. He he pretty much, mm-hmm. like you said, he doesn't have a choice. I still think he handled it wrong. But at that point, he doesn't have a choice. He has to, he has to let him go. But I still don't think that, for me, that the job's done. I think that th- – th- th- were there any punishments to any of the players? No. 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 I think no. I think the players need to be punished, or in my opinion, I think a lot of the core needs to needs to go this in January. And yeah, like think I said, I I think I, 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 I I've been we've been
3: saying this for the last since we the podcast started. Pz Pz, I would take Pz to leave, right? Rafa to leave. So, so you want him to leave
1: because he doesn't play?
3: No, because because <laughs> okay, because of this bullshit, right? Like the the coach is obviously like. It's, it's, think he doesn't defend so they don't play him and whatnot, and then they play him only when they're, they're against the cords, against the ropes in the back, that's okay, let's put PZ in there, maybe can do something, right? Like, I think PZ can, can go. I, it's, it's not, I don't, if I was PZ, if I was in, in Peasy shoes, I would not feel wanted or needed at the club, even though I'm a captain. So, I would want to leave. I would ask, hey, listen, I need I need to get out of here, right? And Rafa, in then in the, this whole soap opera with Rafa, PZ, and André Almeida, is just, it's, it's building so much momentum that I any three of those guys, I'll, if I and me and their shoes, shoes, I'll last to leave. Just period. I, I actually be surprised think if they're not be gone. The
0: first one to go, but all
3: yeah. three of them need to go. All right, but then, but then you have to replace them with talent, right? I mean, well, only no. one of them is mean, a starter. Yeah. So so, so take starter. take 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 Rafa out of there, right. and then let's let's see what but we I put
1: 're not gonna give we the, we're not gonna give Rafa away for free I mean we're gonna we should be able to get some money from him I just want to touch on the comments quickly before I go to bill for the last one which was um Joey says me and Jason agree on something uh Juninha says the players are definitely too entitled you don't just wake up and get your boss fired it shouldn't be that easy but unfortunately it seems to be a exactly. time and time again situation at mefica. Um, she also says, also how does all this information get out? Who are we hiring at our club? because I doubt it's the players. These things shouldn't be leaked in the first place. So I feel like that also needs to be addressed. Rumor has it that the rumor about PZ being suspended was actually, which p- pisses me off, but it was that news broke the evening before it it came public um, by Anibel Pinto, who is uh, a commentator on Sam TV who who is a Porto fan. Um, and he brought it up live and basically was like, I was given this information and Mauro who represents my and and is part of our group here. He was like, I don't have any of that information. And then the next morning it comes out, right? So this information is getting leaked. The rumor has it that JJ messaged his buddies in the media. Um, to give them this information to start circulating it around to gain some momentum. Again, whether it's true or not, I don't know. Um, Joey says he would have fired JJ last year. Uh, we got a new name here in the chat. Joel de Medeiros, welcome. First time I've seen your name. Um, welcome to to uh, continue and uh, don't forget to give us a like. Uh, he says Bruno Lage wanted to clean the locker room, but the players like Pizan and Almeida Rafa didn't like it, went against him. But if he needs to clean the rotten apples out of the locker room,
3: wait, wait, wait. I, I have an answer for this one. Hold on, <laughs> I
2: fully <I completely laughs> agree with that. 100%. Yeah,
3: uh, okay. So, so I don't know where Joan de Medeiros gets this information, if he gets a, a tra- transcript from the, the, the media too, or whatnot. But let, let me let me question this. So Rafa Pizi and I don't even I'm not sure of made it – had their best season with Bruno Lage when even when Bruno Lage started losing Rafa and Pizi were the the ones that played almost most in on that team right so for the two players that played the most on the team to be want to get rid of Bruno Lage to or Bruno Lage want to get, wanna get rid of them after playing them every fucking game to me is not believable so
4: I mean. Next- it's believable. I mean, just because just because someone's your best player, doesn't I've wanted mean to bring the kids. You don't want to get rid of them, like right, they right. But, but it's
3: it's not it's not, it's not like horrible the
4: locker room. It's not. He'll be your best player, like right. But they, what the what, what, what info? Invest?
3: What info came out? What info came out that you guys know of that Laj wanted to get rid of that uh, Raf and Peasy? I mean, Did you guys see- hear anything?
4: When Laj I mean, left, yeah, it was all over. No, Lodge no, no. Right.
3: I'm talking about during Laj's time there. Oh. You wanted to get rid of the, those players. No, For I think, me, they I, were think whole game. Game. I remember. I remember mean, that
2: normally you don't hear Lodge nobody wanted to buy PZ. PZ. I know that much. <laughs> nobody wanted to buy PZ.
0: No, but I I remember. I do remember reading where I something like PZ wasn't happy with the Vigel signing or something like. A
1: lot of players weren't because of his salary that he came in. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. So again, I don't. Again, that how does that correlate with with PZ? Right? PZ was still playing. Whatever. But I think that a lot of players were disgruntled with that signing. Yeah, that's, well, that, that's because now, does of that, that have situation. To do with Laj? I don't know. Was that a Laj signing? No. Was that a I, I, signing? Who knows? Li- but I remember reading that about the li- li- he had li- a,
1: He had a high salary. And on top of that, he gets his salary. He gets um, 100,000 euros every 10 appearances. I saw something about that. Because it was basically to offset his high salary. He was coming from Dortmund, right? So his salary was high. And that was their way of giving him a lower salary and offsetting it with that prize money every 10 appearances. Hmm. But again, it created some uh, unhappy uh, situations in the locker room because of the salary he was making. Um, Joanie says uh, that Almeida can retire. Yeah. Uh, Juan says uh, if he gets a lot of talent in the Seychelles, I think what effed up Lodge was Weigel coming in. He had to let Fiorentino go out on loan and change system to fit him. I don't, believe, I don't agree with that, Joey. If you go back and look at the stats – uh, Florentino started playing the season and then he didn't play. He had a, a knock and he was available for months and he didn't play him again. So yep. if there's a manager that knew Florentino and his capabilities, it was Lage, and he didn't pursue playing him again. So I don't, I don't believe he, the, back. he is. They're trying to terminate his loan to come back, but Todd needs to leave for them to be able to bring him back. Juan says, Vittoria got fired for what reason, then Bruno Lage got fired for what? George just put the PZ aside. It was a big cry, baby. I mean, oh,
4: Bruno, Bruno, <laughs> why? Bruno, <ax> why? <laughs> Hold next, a- next.
3: No, uh, wait, but the guy, guy asked a question. i answer his question? He asked a the question. Quick. So, so, so Rui got. It wasn't got, really a question. It was a statement. No, it was the question. I saw <laughs> oh, the question mark <got>, there. Okay. <laughs> so, Rui Ru, got got fired for a reason because he started. He lost like three, four games in a row. That's why the reason he got fired. The, PZ and Raf were playing, so it's not like they were starting issues in the locker room. They just lost three games, four they games only in They started row. the issues. All right, oh yeah, because you know, thank you. I, I, I wish I, I wish I had the 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 camera that you have in their locker room to fucking know this. It's HD, uh, HD. You probably p baby. Yeah, and then Laj got got fired for the same reason. He lost. The, he had an eight point lead, and he lost that the, the eight point lead. I mean. We we went through the Porto, when Fonseca, and all that. It was like it was like it was like four four, four coaches Seriously. that got fired in the same year, and nobody
0: talked about it. I, I so he just think, got a hot
1: take here. He no comment.
0: Question next. On, on a much shorter leash than Laje. Laje. had a long leash at the end of that. He did 100. Like yeah, really, I, I don't. Yeah. I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree with that. But, Bittardi, but I thought but, it was pretty quick. Like, it was like, you know, like JJ right now. Right. I think it was like two, three losses and he was out the door. Lash came in.
3: And... Lash had a
1: long leash. thought Two own yeah. goals against oh, Pursi dictated the nail in his coffin.
3: Yeah, uh, that's but 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 uh, let's let's blame Andre Almeida. And, uh, not Almeida but I, I also and think this, like too. the games
4: that JJ lost right now, plus the whole fucking locker room shit that like. That's why he didn't have a long leash like Lages did, because I think if if JJ drops two games in one month or three games in a month to Marítimo, Vittoria, and who else? Like it, I don't think that's a huge deal, but the fact that it was to Sporting in Porto it, it, and then like lost that, the it, locker room—that was Jesus, it. Like it was just
0: because we were in Champions League. Like we do, we had like a. Legit- yeah. Jesus of- has.
3: We are in Champions League still. Jesus, Jesus has a shorter lease.
2: Who's the coach? Verissimo is the coach. No, so who was the coach that brought us to the Champions League? Who, Coleman. JJ. Oh, that's so. all.
3: Yeah, Coleman. If we had if we had if we had Xavi on the on the coaching Barcelona right now, we probably wouldn't be there. But okay, yeah. Coleman got us to Champions oh. League.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, uh, yeah. besides that, okay, go we'll on. Oscar okay. okay. no, uh, just, uh, want... just lost his time for that answer. I, I'm done. No more question marks. I'm out. More question I'm marks put, out. Like, don't put, don't
3: put in question marks.
0: I'll stop if we can get fired. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to, because I, I didn't get to talk on the, the game earlier, but I'll, I'll just kind of bring my sentiments to, like, you know, how disappointing of a loss that is and, like, a loss, a tie, right? I, I mean, if it just feels, feels like, like a, a loss. loss. But – I'm just like, and again, I I don't I don't care anymore whether it's PZ's or Almeida or Rafa's. Like, there is a big issue in the locker room that is holding us back from being a team on the field. I mean, it, it's just it's so clear to me that it's a locker room issue. It's not um, coaches. It's it's like we can't blame Verissimo. Like JJ's issue. Okay, I get Oscar's point about well JJ built this team, but like at some point. At some point, like you gotta perform. Like Tank was saying, I, I was I was listening, right? Tank was saying, like you just, just give us some effort. I mean, you don't have to be a spectacular player, right? Oscar was saying, Oh, is it is it is it uh is it Gilberto's fault that he sucks, he can't cross the ball. No, but it's it's all just fucking effort. I mean, at the end of that game, I I just I when I watch Porto struggling from behind. They are balls to the wall, and that's all effort and garra and will. You don't need to be a fucking superstar to do that. You just need to fucking show something on the field. But the problem is, like you watch the feet guys; those guys were like walking the ball up. We had one chance in like the, the final extra extra time,
1: and it was Otamendi.
0: And it was Otamendi's. Like that's what pisses me off. You don't. We don't. Like I get it. We don't have the the. We have a, a high uh a players that are overpriced. They don't have that much. You know, they're not as good as we thought they were going to be. But just fucking show something on the field. And that's on the players. That has nothing to do with managers. Just fucking be a professional, show up, and put some effort on the field. I'm sick and tired of the same song and dance. Like, this season, back and forth, yeah. we're like, oh, we look good here. Set six, seven goals. And when we go fucking tie 1-1 against Inns, it it's going to be in a fucking relegation battle. And we got to, like, and then we, we're bitching about this or that. To me, the fucking locker room needs to change. The players, the, there's got to be players that go. And if if it's the kids and you want to bring them up from the B team because they have more god and more spirit, then fucking bring the kids. I'm all for it. But we have to change the mentality in that locker room. It's the biggest issue. The Porters, the Spartans, that team, those teams, they are a fucking unit, and we are not. We have a click here, a click there, and 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 we're you we can see it on the field. We do not play good soccer, and that's because of it. And I'm sick and fucking tired of the same old fucking bullshit with the coaches yeah. and this. I, like, get, Yo, let's just stop hey, it. Hey, get hey. these fucking players. Get the, like, just, I'm not saying you can wipe out the team, but get get the bad apples, whoever they are, get, like, move them on, and let's move on from this period. It's so, like who just, are you, bl- so who are we blaming? Who are we blaming? Are you blaming the, players, we the players? The we players,
3: bl- the players. We- I, know. Attitude, I effort, wait, 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 no, effort. you just, you just, you just said get rid of the bad apples. So, so the bad apples, according to you guys, have been Easy. there for five, se- se- seven, Listen. eight years, right? Wait, wait, wait. So if they've been there for seven, eight years, we have to blame the coaches and the president and the yourself
0: for not getting rid of them, knowing that there's a problem. The, the blame can be passed along to whoever you, whoever you want to blame. everybody. I but agree. at the end of the day, if these players showed some fucking will and some effort on the field, and they actually like got together as a unit, and, and like you can say like PZ can put can say the the best locker room speech in the whole world, but if it doesn't work and they're not behind them or or whoever it is and they're not they're not together as a unit, it's not going to transition to the field. And you can see, do you see that that's transitioning to the field? Look, no. I see Porto, Sporting. That, you know, after at the end of the game, what does Porto do? They all get together in a fucking circle, and you can see that they're all they're all in it. They're all in it. And and we don't have that, that same mentality. And that I really think that's the biggest issue with this team. And we have to get back to that, to that, that cohesion amongst amongst the players, which we do not have. And and that's just my rant. And I had to do it because End rant, Mike. I, I'm just sick and tired of going back and forth on this. Like we know who we are. We're we're not gonna we're not gonna win much. We might win the the Liga. Like it is what it is, but I mean it's but we're just, not
2: gonna win shit.
0: <laughs> I'm just tired of the <laughs> we'll oh nothing. We look so good. Fucking Everton looks like a superstar, and then we come to this game. Rafa doesn't show up. Joao Mario, poor guy. He, I don't. I mean, I I put a lot of blame on Joao Mario, right? He hasn't he hasn't been playing up to par. But has the guy gotten a rest either? In my who, opinion, who, who, I think Paulo Bernardo. Paulo is more of a as it can give the guy a break. He can come off the field. He hasn't been playing well. as Mario. give the guy a break. That's Paulo Bernardo's spot. I mean, that's his position. He should have played him there instead of playing him on the wing. I mean, it, it, this is the, like I don't know. It's just it was so frustrating to to kind of finish that game and. well, t- uh, I'm
1: gonna clip that rant after. I think I'll be joining it joining it really
3: rare. rare. Yeah, Joaninha oh, broke her pulse. Yeah, put a question. Say, mark anybody anybody want to answer
1: her? Yeah, you're supposed to put exclamations or something, period <laughs> or something. Let me get through the comments real quick. Uh, Joan says, to be honest, you should have never come back. It was a waste of uh, so much money and we won nothing. Totally agree with you, Kenny. We need younger, hungry players and a coach that develops their talent. So Joaninha says, I remember last week you all saying these were a good few weeks and games to gain some momentum and now we lose points. So it's just frustrating. because losing and they don't even care. They got that fuck it mentality face palm Juaninha also says preach kenny and then tiago in it to win it and then Juaninha breaks her policy why does the blame have to be to one person or one side question mark that was more of a statement than yeah, a question no i think question. um she put the question mark to get oscar yeah, all worked on, up on it's on. just a cumulative culmination of multiple different issues doesn't have to be one specific i agree i think Great. these guys touched on it right yep. I think there's plenty of blame to go around starting from the top and working its way down. I don't think there's one specific person uh and she can find it because that. it's for Oscar. Oh. <laughs> um Joel, quickly before we move on to this one, uh we can work around the room. If there's anyone that's popped into your head since the last time we asked this question, I have a question for you guys. What coach would you choose, Jay? Do you have one that's come to your mind since this whole debacle? Me?
2: Yep. <laughs> oh, In you honestly, want a coach? I don't. <laughs> who would I wouldn't want as a coach right now?
1: Yeah, if you had to pick right now, who would it be? I mean, you can say Nelson Verissimo if you think he's the right guy.
2: I honestly, I wouldn't see like what happened to Leonardo Jardim or whatever. One what of He's in Saudi like, Arabia. I, I like him too. Like someone like that, someone that has some experience.
4: Okay, Billy. Marcelo at River Plate. Oh, Gallardo. Um,
1: Oscar, are you going with Jardine or someone else?
3: I I like Ruben Amorim, I like Leonardo <laughs> Jardim, I like Bruno Lage, and I like Marco Silva. Pick one of those four and get them to me.
0: Not getting any. Three of
1: those are not coming. <laughs> <laughs> so Leonardo Jardins the other
0: guy. Um, Kenny, who would you pick? I don't know, dude. I've I've gone back and forth. I really don't have It's not like I have a name. I just want a player's coach. Clearly that's the way to go nowadays. Like you need a a, a coach that's completely opposite of JJ and someone more like Ruben and Mourinho. You need a player's coach in that locker room. I think the players will, will get uh, more motivated around that who that is. I have no idea. I I mean, can it be Veríssimo? Maybe who, outside? I don't know. I've also been on the other side where I like, I want someone more experienced, right? I, I mean, like, like the Leonardo Jardim, someone who's been in the Portuguese league knows the league and how, how to win within the league. But, you know, a lot of those old ways are, are out the door. Like, soccer's changed, man. And and I really think the, the Ruben and Marine formula is is the way of, of the new soccer. You need to have a player's coach in there. And I don't know. Again, I, don't, I have no idea who that could be.
2: I, I also have one more. If they're going to stay within the Portuguese League, which, like, the Rui Vitoria, like, that was within, I, I wouldn't mind Pepe as as a choice either. I think he's at Guimane's coach, I think.
1: Yeah, I'm Yeah, still... I, I
0: brought that up. And Mike made a good point. I mean, he's not, I don't... he's
2: not doing too well this, this year.
1: Yeah, he's not. I mean, after I, the season, I, I he had a like, lot like I mean, I, I like the way he speaks. I like the way he presents himself. Again, who knows? At a club with Benfica's resources and capabilities, who knows, right? I mean, we would have never expected what we got out of Bruno Lage, right? And look at him now, right? Even though he, he failed towards the end. So I, if you had asked me after he had left Pass Ferreira, I think Pippa would have been on the top of my list given how things have gone this season, not so much, but again, managers go through ups and downs. Doesn't necessarily mean it's a reflection of him and he's still young um, and ambitious looking to win stuff. So that could be a
0: players' coach. Would you say, like, is he uh, uh... when he was at
1: Pas Ferreira, like the, the players loved him. The president was really a good relationship with him. When they, uh, when he had his, I watched this press conference of when they announced that he was leaving um, and the president had like, an absurd amount of good things to say about him in terms of his uh, persona, in terms of the way he managed the team, the decision making, etc. So, I mean, for you to come out in public and say that in a press conference, I think that holds a little bit more weight.
2: I, I just like it because, like every game that I see him play against us, he always has like a really good game player yeah. against us. So, I mean, I, 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 know, I just I, I look at coaches like that too. So, do you guys? What, what's is Paulo Bento still coaching?
1: No, dude, he's probably hanging out on the beach somewhere getting
3: a tan. <laughs> he's been it year, years since he, he's probably he down with Slam. you, Oscar. He's probably living next to you. I, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just I'm just I'm just like it's weird out that like if he left us less sound, and I don't think he coaches again, right? Um I'm seeing here yeah, he I, went oh, to, you Crusader. to tell, like he
1: went to yeah. Crusader, was at Olympiacos. He went to I retired to too. Chongin Lee Fan. And it says he's at he's at South Korea.
0: He's coaching uh, South Korea yeah it says
1: current team south korea manager too, wow. since 2018
0: i got a i got a question for you guys what about all these rumors with with these italian guys with these ex-italian players no. he, no. he's not, he's not no. italian he's ukrainian. No, thank <laughs> <you>. <laughs> or, or ukrainian yeah yeah but no, thank uh you. but um yeah well, i mean i'm just i'm just bringing it up because i know those are like the latest rumors right all these ex ex you know recent players
1: <clears throat> again there's situations like lodge right like um, uh, Pietro had limited. I mean, Laj came up through the youth, right? Pietro basically coached the B team for like a week and then they sacked Allegri and they appointed him. Um, and he didn't work out very well, but then again, ever since uh, what the last two managers at, at Juve haven't done very well, um, or the last two years, right? So, it, for me, it's maybe not. It wasn't necessarily Pirlo's fault, it was a bigger issue. Um, Chef he did good with Ukraine in the Euro. Um, Quarter but he didn't finals, do so right? yeah, but he didn't I mean, do so he well with Genoa. Genoa.
0: Did he, did he coach Yarmchuk?
1: Yeah, he yeah. yeah, he's so Rui Costa called the reason why Yarmchuk came here. Rui Costa called Chef because they played with each other at AC Milan, but uh then again I read an article today that the reason that there were issues at Genoa is because uh Shevchenko had a plan in terms of building, uh, developing a a project for them to be able to come to fruition, and the Genoa leadership wasn't on board with what his plan was. Again, whatever you want to believe, but is he the right choice? I, I also to,
3: heard. I also heard Vila's, Vilas' voice. Is that no? They came truth? out and
1: said okay, they, they came out and said that was false. That and then was again, the, guy a guy there, so a guy that came out blatantly said that he wants to be Porto's next president. Yeah. If we let him in, he would Keep be a t- version 2.0. <laughs> what a nightmare that would be. Um, who would, before I... Mike, Mike, who would your pick be? If you could pick. I told you guys already. I've said it. Gallardo. I'm Gallardo. That's my guy. He's got passion. He's gritty. His teams are organized. They fucking run through walls. I mean if he if you could promise
2: me if he, if, he, you he talk about. if it's it's Argentinian play, the guy uh,
1: River Plate's coach, dude. The guy's a fucking if yeah, yeah, I I brought so much Money. River
2: plate games, dude. Let me tell you. If he <laughs> brought me
1: Fazu, not, Fazu Giggle, Fazu Giggle, you'll find them. If he brought Ibar,
2: Salvio,
3: Di Maria, Gaitan, and all in Garay, all those guys back, I'll sign him right now, too. Dude,
0: I don't know. I like his style of play, I like his passion. Yeah, but Mike, I mean I don't watch I don't watch that league or that that style of football, but how do you think that transitions to the Portuguese? League? I mean, a lot of the times, and we we saw it with Muradins, right? Defenses that just fucking park the bus. We have, I mean, we just don't play good uh, around that. And in an open, like I feel like a lot of these offensive teams, they're good. They're high. They're high powered because they play an open style that's more open with uh, with with that league in Portugal. I mean, they're gonna go up against every team that's gonna park the bus. And how how do they transition from? an open style of play and they want to play that offensive football, but you can't do it in Portugal because of, of, you know, the, the, the defense, the, how they I mean, I
1: live River Plate. I mean, I watched uh, a handful of games. I watched them. I watched the games from River Plate against Flamengo when George Zeus was there and they went to the final. Um I would say I've watched my fair amount of, of Gallardo games where defensively he reminds me a lot of Simeone. Like, to, uh tactically, they are so organized off the ball and on the ball, right? Very compact. Everyone knows what their mission is in terms of uh, positioning, in terms of awareness. Offensively, right, the Argentinian League isn't much different in the sense of there's going to be teams that are going to sit back, right? Yes, they may play a little bit more open. They may respect the opponent more than they do in Portugal or, or in Europe, because that's just the South American way. I mean, you watch a Brazilian game. Yeah. Right? It's like that's, that's, that's yeah. Rainbows and shit over players, right? Like you're not going to get that in Europe, but Gallardo's a guy that played in Europe, right? Like, so he has, he understands the football there, right? These are things that you need to adjust to. Marcelo Bielsa was a, a, a stud at Newell's old boys, right? He was a legend there right and he came to Spain and with letético Bilbao he's considered one of the best managers in the world right and now at Leeds so it's an adjustment right is he gonna is he going to be able to meet those requirements? you don't know right because he hasn't taken that jump but I think he has enough experience and he's won things at a high enough level to be able to uh, you know make an impact is Benfica a stepping stone for him It could be just like it is for most players should be yeah Again, I don't know what that's going to cost, but I would like to see someone like him, but that's just my opinion. He gets his players to run through
2: the fucking wall for him. Correct. Like, he's he's literally like the South American,
1: American, American right version of Sergio Gonsai We We need yeah, a couple all,
2: Argentinians on the team. Yeah, We, we need, to, need about, to find another Enzo. And they, think, you know, yeah,
1: think you know. about Enzo's passion. Gallardo yeah. is him in a coach's yep. uh, basically suit.
4: No, I mean, uh, so we need a Benfica right now. We need someone that can get these
2: fucking players. Yeah, I'm in for that. That's the case. Hey, we're gonna, if, he, if he's that type of coach, sure.
1: We're going to move on to, to finalize here because we are in stoppage time. Um, I put a link in the chat. Uh, if any of you wants to jump in and do the quiz, Mil Nobsensi Quattro, it's four questions. Um, you don't have to pay. There's nothing that you have to do. You basically just jump in. You can challenge one of these guys uh, on our panel um, to the quiz. Uh, for participating, you can get a fresh uh Me Figuista t-shirt um, that we will mail to you. Um, so I'll give you guys a minute or so. Um, if you want to click on that link, you can join with just audio. If you would like, um, if you want to do video and show us your face, that's fine as well, but whatever you're comfortable with. Um, if not, um, leave us in the comments who you think should go head to head, um, between the two of these guys or between the four of them, two of them have to go head to head. So either someone jumps in or
3: and large, you and I'm gonna to have to pick someone, but <laughs> oh. preferably it'd be good. Oh, Ask is calling, calling her own. Is she okay. gonna jump in? Is
1: the question. <laughs> so who wants to jump in? The the link is in the comments. Who's gonna does. take the Who's you. gonna take the challenge? What, what's
3: this game again? Explain it's it to It's a quiz. quiz. You got a four quiz. questions. Just there's two questions,
1: quizzes. One for one person, one for the other, and then there's a tiebreaker on whoever wins. If we get a participant they get a all free right. t-shirt
3: i'm gonna say kenny against tank come on let go. i'm
1: gonna have to i'm gonna have to draw it here doesn't seem like anyone's jump oh Joanie says she's definitely not she doesn't want to be oh, she's, she's <laughs> scared she's scared <laughs> um all right so i'm assuming no one wants to jump in everyone's a little camera shy so i'm gonna pick here at random i got four uh all right, I don't, I don't
3: want to deal with Jay. First is you. Kenny. first tank.
1: Let me move him out of the way.
3: <laughs> <laughs> he has balls. What? What? <laughs> oh. he has he has
1: my not their uh, balls. This is uh, <laughs> <laughs> two <this is your laughs> things Two things it's balls. <laughs> Other one is Oscar, just for Oh, poker. no,
3: by poker right?
1: <laughs> Kenny and Oscar. Let's go, All Kenny. Right, let's see. So since Kenny showed up last, I'll give you the choice, Oscar. Do you want quiz one or quiz two? Quiz one. All right. Oscar gets quiz one.
3: It's just Do you want to go first sports. or second? Second.
1: All right. So Kenny's going to go first. All right. You got okay, uh, 15 seconds.
0: What's um, like the topic, or is it whatever? So it's, it's no, the last. Worry about
1: it. It's last two seasons, so it's relevant. I don't you have multiple choice like here. There is multiple choice. You have phone a friend. No phone a friend. <laughs> Oscar's got the
0: best. I'm telling you right now. Oscar has the best memory. I. Alright. Fifteen. You got fifteen. No seconds. answers. No answers.
1: The shot clock will show up on the right after I ask the question. Ready? Yeah. Otamendi had fifteen. Hold on. Let me take the banner off. Uh. And Weigel had 12 yellow cards last season. Who was third in the team with yellow cards? Gilberto, Grimaldo, Pizzi, or Gabriel?
0: Ooh. Oh, this is a toss-up. Uh, I'm going to go... Three. Two. One. One. Bobby. Ah!
1: The answer oh. is Gabriel. What? what? Gabriel, had eight. Lucky, dude. Gabriel what had eight. Pizzi had that's seven. Tarata had seven. Diogo had seven. Gilberto had five. And Grimaldo had five. I would have
0: never and guessed that, that.
3: that. That's the, what, the oh. first half of the season when he played? Yeah, I, I know, know. right? Last <laughs> season. <laughs> all right. So
1: question number two. Kenny's one for one. Question number two. Who had the most appearances in all competitions last season? Pizzi, Otamendi, Vertonghen, or Rafa. We need Jeopardy music for this. Five. It's OB, right?
0: It's, no, it's you, Kenny. Kenny. You. Oh, Mendi.
1: You get all five questions, or four questions. Otta is the answer, or his answer. The correct answer is PZ. <laughs> 49 appearances. Seth had 48. Everton, 48. Rafa, 46. And did Dara Jesus 45. actually
3: play him? But, he did, what? 49 times. What? So, say, okay, guys, talk about it. <laughs> these, these
2: appearances. is <laughs> not starts. they it appearances. Appearances, so it's correct. It's appearances. Um, so, okay, what well, did that get us? Third place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Third question. Keep third clapping. question
1: here for Kenny. Benfica has four red cards this season. Otamendi, André Almeida, Lucas Verissimo. Who is the fourth? Diogo Gonçalves, Grimaldo, Odissea, Tarabt.
3: Uh...
0: Fuck, that was under Almeida. Uh, I'm going to say Tarat.
1: Final answer is Tarat. The That's correct right. answer is Diogo. Diogo got a red card direct against Mouradins in the first uh, jornada of the season this year.
0: Hmm.
1: All right. So Kenny is one for three. Last Kenny question.
3: A lucky guess on Gabriel.
1: We have. how? Yes. Who did Benfica get their first clean sheet against this season in the Portuguese league? Tundela, Santa Clara, Aroca, or Gil Vicente?
0: I have no clue. Tundela. Final answer?
2: Final answer. Jovi said the answer is C.
1: Second game of the season you go 1 2 0 at home. <laughs> all right, so Kenny Damn. got one right. Oh, well,
2: Oscar, is not that that's and oh, uh, oh, if, I, if I can't beat this, <laughs> all right. The wait, bars you guys low. knew
0: you guys knew two of those.
2: Did you guys know the answers? No, I guess wrong. I i, I, I had the og- i knew the yoga, og- 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 og-
1: yeah. okay. Yeah. Here we go with Oscar. Let's see if there's oh, any chaos in the Tiago says, Kenny, you suck. Let me get my phone ready. Joe says, I'm so glad I didn't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, here we go, Oscar. Who scored Mefica's first official goal this season? Darwin, Rafa, Gilberto, Luca, Walschmidt.
2: Walschmidt. That's Final answer? That's right.
1: All right. Final answer locked in. Anyone else want to take a guess here? Walschmidt. Walschmidt. All right. The answer is Rafa. What the
3: fuck is that? I thought it was a header.
1: Benfica 1 0 away to Spartak Muskovy. We won 2 0. He scored the, fir- he he scored the oh, first goal in the 50th. The you. league,
0: the league. All in First Alain game, first it's game of the season. First
1: official goal of this season. Yeah. Oh, a the lid. oh for 1. Kenny, that's a good start for you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> which player
1: Which player was subbed off the most last season? BZ, <laughs> Everton, or Rafa?
3: Subbed out? Yes. Rafa.
2: I'm going to give
3: B. Used
1: Oscar says Rafa Bill or, uh Jay say. says Tarat. It's either B,
2: B or Everton. Tarab or Everton. Let's say A, B, C.
1: Final answer is BZ. BZ got substituted right 26 up. 26 times in 49 appearances. Rafa 25, Everton 24, Volschmidt 22, and Tarat 22 I was hopeful that you would have gotten this quiz because it's like a trick for you because he <laughs> had the most appearances, yeah. but also got yeah, the, most up the most appearances
0: and most subbed out. Yeah, like- <laughs> yeah, but he would, he would if
3: anything comes in the most. He but had I'll,
1: I'll... he had twenty six subs out in forty nine appearances.
3: That's surprising. So,
1: uh, all right, he's all for two. Kenny, this is looking good for you. That sucks. Here we go. Number three. three. What club did Benfica sign Morato from? Oh, Flamengo, São Paulo, Cruzeiro, or Curitiba?
3: Morato came from.
1: You bem, pensa bem. Tu estiveste agora no Brasil. It was in Flamengo, Cruzeiro São Paulo. Three, two, Cruzeiro. Finally, anyone it? want to guess? Yeah, go ahead. São
4: Paulo. Anyone else? I I'm think I idea. was thinking Cruzeiro
1: as well. São Paulo. He signed September 2019 for 8.36 million US dollars. Oscar, you need this one. So, last question.
4: Oh, for three.
1: Is oh this, boy. Wait, it's five no questions. questions. Four, four, four.
2: We have an overtime question. Oh, four? There, four? there is. There's a tiebreaker. Oh, oh, tie right.
1: Here we go. Tiebreaker. Think. You got to think here. Who was our starting striker in the first leg versus Spartak Moskva? Oh, Vinicius, Yaremchuk, Seferovic, or Gonzalo Ramos. We played with one striker that game.
2: What? <laughs> <laughs> I know this one. Vinicius. I Can I guess Vinicius?
1: Yeah. Who else wants to guess?
2: Ramos. Ramos.
1: Anyone else? I, I don't know No. Correct answer is Sefi. <laughs> what? Seferovic started oh, dude, and Gonzalo. <laughs> <come on. laughs> The Federal Beach started, uh, and Gonzalo Ramos came on in the thirty-seventh minute because he got injured. I knew, I
0: knew zero of those. I guessed, and I got one right. <laughs> oh man! Oscar, how do
3: you feel?
1: The bar was low, and he shit the bed.
0: <laughs> wow,
3: dude! He's speechless. Yeah. Can I, for can once. I get an extra time question? <laughs>
1: I'll give you guys a tiebreaker. See who gets it first. There's no tiebreaker. He won, but I can. Can I get one more? This is one question here. See who gets it. Or do you guys want to give it to Oscar? See if you can go for five. Oh, guys. <laughs> All right, here's the question. Any of you guys can answer. First to answer wins. How many wins does Mefika currently have in the league? 16,
2: 15, 14, 13? B, 15. D. I don't know. C. guess. Yeah, I'm going Actually, C. D looks right.
1: J says 16. Kenny...
2: It's it D. 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 It's D. Oh B. It's definitely D he cheated. 13. <laughs> I did not. I just looked B it B up. He answered
1: quick. Baifique has 13 wins, two draws, and three losses. Oscar got a big goose egg. <laughs> 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 que vergonha.
2: <laughs> Seriously.
1: Uh, <laughs> let's see the comments here quickly. Uh, Tiago says I even went two for four. Que vergonha Oscar. No way. Don't believe yeah, that yeah.
2: What, what Tiago, guess did he had. He's full of shit. Tiago's full of shit.
1: Bruno Nogueira guessed one of them, Peasy. Uh, Juaninha got one right in the second round, so she didn't get into goose egg. Um,
3: <laughs> yeah, she's a freaking player.
1: She would have beat you, Oscar. He guessed Cons- <laughs> She would have. <laughs> Bruno Nogueira guessed Gonçalo Consuelo- <laughs> Ramos on that striker one as well. They got it wrong. Tiago says Oscar you suck
3: I don't like this game <laughs>
1: <laughs> well Kenny is the winner of today's quiz 1904. Um
0: I'll tell you this though Oscar does have the best memory that game really like, not remember from like five six ten years ago yeah <laughs> but
3: what, who scored that goal or who, who lit, maybe just really
0: he's not but, that good at quizzes
3: <laughs>
1: yeah he's more long-term not short-term
3: yeah short-term sucks I can't I, can't, <laughs> I forget what I did yesterday <laughs>
1: And she says, in your defense, that was hard. Oh, (laughs) come on. 0 for 4? Give me a break. Yeah, you would be nice to be too kind. Want to thank everyone that was in the comments. Um, Thank you for joining the conversation. There were some new names that popped up, some regulars, so appreciate that. Don't forget to give us a like. Don't forget to share, subscribe. Uh, We'll be back tomorrow with the Portuguese podcast with a different group of guys. Uh, They will have a a quiz as well, so we'll see how that pans out. Hopefully no one gets a goose egg like Oscar. (laughs) Um, Gentlemen, any any yeah.
4: low for those guys
1: oh yeah we got a we got a game this weekend right Woody this weekend or what who the hell are we playing um, Aroka. Aroka. A friday we got Aroka on friday let me get your predictions now while we're here um oscar i'll start with you what's your prediction
3: uh, away right
1: correct friday afternoon friday night
3: oh man we have to come back i'm gonna say two to one we went
0: kenny it's a roca away, you said? Yes. Um, How do we do the first time around? Clean sheet. We beat them
1: 2 0 at home. They got a red card early in the game.
0: All right, I'll go 2 uh, 0. For us? For us, yeah. Yeah, 0 2. Jay? 2 0.
4: 2, Bill. I'm to say one, one zero.
3: the the uh, Roke is also on it. 1, 2, 3,
0: 4, 5, 6 games losing. They're at like Agreed. second, they're last place, I think. Second
4: to last.
1: But then Benfica comes into town and everything turns us. Um, exactly. Just a quick update. Prediction League, no one got the result right this weekend. Jason is in first place with 34 points. Let's see. Oscar's in sixth with 31, so three point gap. Not too bad. Billy's in eighth with 29. Kenny's in tenth with 29. Kenny had a seven place jump. He went from 17th to 10th. So there's a five point gap there, so anything can happen. And my sorry ass is 17th. That's because you won't break the loss i did i predicted one. Oh, you did <laughs> uh, that's right you did. you did yeah i did uh i got 25 points so i mean i'm only nine points off first place so there's still a lot,
2: to, a lot to play it is it is
1: um gentlemen as always pleasure having you on it was a good conversation uh we will catch you guys next week again don't forget to subscribe like follow and have a good evening
0: it's